0: This is the Live Feed. It's your connection to live music and
1: entertainment in Winona. Support for this program is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Tonight, the Live Feed brings you another episode of the Echo of the Bluebird series from Midwest Music Fest. Echo of the Bluebird is a songwriter series inspired by the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville and brought to life by Midwest Music Fest. In each episode of the series, three songwriters join each other on stage to share their songs and the stories behind them. This episode took place at the Burke Music House in Winona and features Jake Illica, Lena Elizabeth, and Mike Munson. Get ready for some great storytelling sprinkled with humor, some serious moments, and a whole lot of incredible musicianship on episode three of Midwest Music Fest's Echo of the Bluebird series on the live feed.
2: Everybody thinks my name is Alina. It is not, it's (laughs) Alina. But yeah, uh, I'm gonna start out with a song that, uh, it's one of the first songs I ever wrote that I felt proud of, I guess. It's not the first song I wrote. I wrote a lot of songs uh, in high school that I would never play for people. So, um, um, but yeah. So, this song is called In Time, and this song is a lot about um, my family and growing up, and I feel like it's just a good introduction to me. So,
1: here we go.
3: generally talk about what my songs are about, partly because I don't find what they're about is all that interesting. (laughs) (laughs) At at least where they like initially come from, you know, like, uh, because music is great because it, because it can feel like magic or whatever, but ultimately what happened is we were sitting around in our living rooms and like turned off. TV or whatever and then started like goofing around on, on our instruments and then made up a song. And that's not very exciting
4: <laughs>
3: um, So it's better to think that like you know we went to a cabin in the woods for a month and then came back with these songs or whatever but
5: that's what I do then.
3: So this is one of those songs. Um, the initial spark. Not, it, it, it doesn't even matter, it doesn't even matter.
0: up here i thought i'd hit one right on the head when did you get your first instrument i mean i had some like, little toy instruments and stuff but i got a guitar from my mother uh christmas of 98 i was 14 and uh, i kept that one until my brother went off to college and just last week i was telling them that we had thanksgiving at my brother's house who just recently moved back from portland and there was a guitar case against the wall and i said is that the old vester mm-hmm. the old vester I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, I busted out my first guitar that I got for Christmas, 21 years ago or so. and uh, it still plays like a dream. It was awesome. I bought it from Hearts Music. So. <laughs> like 199 <laughs> you got this. There we go. All right. This was the original. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna play you a song that uh, I wrote while living here in Winona. If you're all from Winona, you probably know it. it's. I'm not going to go into too much detail. It's just kind of a sad little four-line poem that I repeat. So if you're from here, or live in a river town. You, you kind of know what it's about. It's called River. <laughs>
5: They're never gonna find their poor girls boy Her mama wants something that she can bring home.
2: me about this instrument. Um, And this instrument is a baritone ukulele. And um, I, people are like, why did you choose that instrument? Um, I didn't really choose it. Uh, We just had one at my house. And I just started playing it. (laughs) Um, But my dad was a guitar teacher when I was growing up. And um, he would always start his students as younger students, on, on this, because it's a little bit smaller, it's easier to learn the chord shapes, and it's just, it's a good, good way to start them off. And um, I started, and then I just didn't, I'm, I'm a pretty stubborn person, so, um, I was just like, I like it, I'm gonna keep doing this. Um, I am now learning how to play guitar for the first time in my life, and I will play one song on this, <laughs> uh, eventually. Um, but yeah, this is my, my instrument of choice, and yeah, that's why. But um, yeah, I'm gonna play a song called uh, "Nobody Wants You," and uh, I just always like to start this song off that I'm not I'm not directing this at any of you. <laughs> and I just, sometimes I get some people, you know, get hurt and feel anyway. So I'm just I just like to say that off off the bat. Thank you. so you know there's, there is an ex- explicit version of that song, but er- earlier today, uh, there were children here, so I wasn't sure if they're. yep, you're, you're, I'm glad I didn't, anyway. If you want to hear that version, there's a CD over there, so.
3: <laughs> I'd just like to express my gratitude for being able to sit here with these two. Um. This is great. Thank you. Um, I was happy to hear Jake talk about uh, his Christmas guitar uh, because that's what happened to me too. Um, I think I was I was in the sixth grade, Um, and this time of year I always get it's it's very nostalgic because that is um, what my parents didn't know was that when they weren't home I was. I was in my sister's room playing the guitar that they were going to give to me for Christmas. (laughs) I managed to find it uh, way back in October (laughs) under my sister's bed uh, and used every chance I could to go downstairs and play it, which was super exciting. and so this time of year, it's funny. Christmas kind of always kind of brings that around. Um, do they know that? Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if they do or not. Um, but I know. I know they were very excited to give it to me, and I don't think I. My surprise reaction. Uh, lived up. I. I'm not a good actor. <laughs> uh, so I don't think I. Maybe that's gonna be the conversation at Christmas this year. Is I'm gonna, I'm gonna say thank you so very much over and over for that. Um.
6: the
0: Myself, I play with Mike. We've got a duo called Land at Last. I also have another duo called Illica Ward with my buddy Joel Ward. I'm gonna play one of the two songs I've written for that group. Joel does all the other writing. So it's my contribution to our new album. It's called I Ain't Blue.
5: my mind I think of ways I can repay in kind when you are near me and I'm near you when you are near me I am the road that I'm traveling reminds me of home reminds me that you're sitting
1: and regional music find podcasts of the live feed and all your favorite kqal shows at kqal.org the live feed is made possible by a grant from the minnesota arts and cultural heritage fund sunday nights at seven keep quiet and listen as kqal plays the hits from what's up with all this dad rock give me that mic i mean aren't your ears tired of the same old over-processed bland riffs on commercial radio Treat yourself to a healthy diet of local homegrown music from right here in the Midwest. Hear local favorites along with plenty of new artists to tickle your inner child and your inner ear. Or something like that. So, enough with the dad rock already. Listen local with the underground, Sunday nights at 7 on 89.5 KQL and streaming live at KQL.org or on the KQL
4: app. No, 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 no.
2: questions on here is a good way to start this song. Um, One of the questions is, uh, what songwriter do you most look up to and why? And um, I ended up writing this song. um, It's called About You. And I ended up writing it um, with a certain songwriter in mind, um, which I don't usually try to do things that way, um, because then I'm like, oh, and I'm just going to like steal somebody's ideas. but I, I wrote this song after uh, a friend of mine passed away, and um, if you guys ever had the pleasure of listening to Tucker Jensen play, I don't know, if, I don't know if you know who that is, but um, Dirt Train is his band. If you've ever heard of them, if you haven't, you should go listen to them. Um, but uh, he really um, pushed me as an artist, and really was just he's just a good dude. Um but I I ended up writing this song around the time that he passed away. Um, cuz my husband was actually out of town during that time and it was just really hard to be mourning a friend and also feeling lonely and so I wrote this really really sad song. Um <laughs> but I I yeah, it was a he was a somebody who definitely um uh helped me keep going as a songwriter. I After my first album, um, which is called The Line, uh, came out for that release show, I remember uh, he was one of the people that was there and I'd seen him play before and I was like, oh, shoot, Tucker's here. I was like, yeah, I'd never met him before and I was just like feeling really anxious um, about playing my first release show. And um, I played the show and I got done and I felt really, just like I hadn't represented myself well. Um, And I was really hard on myself. And I remember um, seeing him after the show, and um, I was really honest with him when he was a total stranger at that point, and I was like, I just don't feel good about that. I feel really, I feel like I shouldn't even do this. And I was just weirdly honest with this stranger, and he was like, well, that's stupid. (laughs) And um, I was really glad that I was honest with him because he said, you know what, these shows, when you make mistakes like this, these should push you to want to be better. This shouldn't push you to want to quit. And that really stuck with me because hearing that from somebody who I looked up to and just that was that was a huge moment for me. So I would say and just as a songwriter in general, he was incredible. So, um, yeah, that's that's who I would say. Um, but yeah, this song, I um, it's really kind of about uh, watching friends of mine who were mourning him during that time, also feeling lonely myself, and um, yeah, it's kind of about all that. So, you ready to get really sad? <laughs> cool. You have no choice, because I have the mic.
4: <laughs> My face
7: is not the same Stare back into the frame Each line is deeper now And I can't remember how I see you in every chair But across from me is bare I Keep wasting all the food Because I I'm made enough of two I don't know what to do without you I don't know what to do without there Play-
3: I'm doing a bad job thinking about what songs I'm going to play because I've been listening to these guys. So I'm, gonna, I'm stretching it out here. Um, uh, most of the music I listen to in my life I would say is music without words. Um, for no good reason in particular other than um, I like jazz a lot. But I feel like that connection um, for me it's I, I get hung up and I get hung up in the words you know, I'm like is this what the the intention was, or is this what I, you know like I get hung up on all that stuff or did I hear that right, or did I just you know is it excuse me when I like, kiss the sky or excuse me when I like, kiss this guy like <laughs> all that sort of stuff so um I appreciate when people like Lena can use the words uh, to make you feel something, you know, and like obviously there's a lot of artists that do that, Um, but I really enjoy this, for me it's like the soul connection um, Mm -hmm. when it's someone in their instrument, especially horn players, you know, it's like a thing that people are like literally touching their mouth to and like it's coming out of their lungs, like 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 words do or whatnot. But um, that has a, a, a huge connection o- on me, um, and I strive for that, like to just to get some sort of feeling. And a lot of it, it's like a selfish pursuit for me. Like I love playing the guitar, um, and I love when the guitar can like surprise me into feeling something. Um, uh, so. I'm going to play the song, and it's called Rose Hill. Except there's one guy in Duluth who thinks it's called Roadkill. Not as a joke. He's like, play Roadkill. Love that song. It would give it a whole different vibe if it was Roadkill. Which is great. Which is like, it's example how the words get in the way. Like, if, if it could be called nothing, then it could mean all sorts of things. But to this guy, it's called Roadkill, and it means X, Y, and Z, and to me it's called Rose Hill, it means these other things. Uh, anyways. Um, it kind of came together. I was spending a lot of time in Mississippi. Um, and one of my favorite things to do when I'm down there is to walk this road called Rose Hill Road. Um, which leads to a guy named Jack Owens' house. Jack Owens isn't alive anymore, <coughs> um, but he's a very important guitar player in my life. Uh, he's the gentleman that taught Jimmy Duck Holmes how to play guitar. And I'm spending a lot of time with uh, Jimmy Duck Holmes currently. Um, and Jack's music has become really important. Um, so anyways, I like to walk Rose Hill Road and see where Jack used to live. Uh, and it's not like I made up this This music on the guitar, like while I was walking that road in Mississippi, it came about like through my visits there, and some of it I would put together at home, and some of it I put together in the car while I was like sitting in the back seat playing guitar, waiting for a gig somewhere in the summertime. Or... So it kind of came together. But then I like like oh I'm gonna call let's, like let's call this Rose Hill because that's when you make a recording, you need to put a name on the stuff. So I was like, oh, we'll call it Rose Hill. And then at that point, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Because then it like cemented this emotional ride to that time in that place. And so now every time I get to play it, I get to like walk down that thing again, which is great. But I could have called it Roadkill, and it wouldn't have been anything <laughs> different. But, like, so in a way, it's a selfish gift. Um,
5: play Roadkill.
3: I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I was gonna wrap around to these things, these questions up here. Uh, Anyways, I'm gonna play Rose Hill and then we're gonna take a break and then we'll come back and hopefully I'll be more coherent in the second set Or maybe Lena will just keep playing beautiful songs, and Jake will keep playing beautiful songs, and then I'll say some nonsense Anyways Here it goes
0: Thank you all for being here. Thank you. I don't know if it's what pitch I need to be.
5: Thank you all for being here. really appreciate it.
0: How many of you have done something like this before where you come to like a listening room where you're supposed to, it's expected that you shut up and listen?
4: Yeah? Alright, so, so raise your hand if you haven't done this.
0: If you've never been to a show like this before. Alright, congrats. Mark it off your list. It's a... It's a special treat to play something like this. I I, I think I could speak for Mike a little bit because we've played a lot of shows together. Um, I don't want to speak for, you know, but uh, we play a lot of bad shows sometimes, I think, as musicians. <laughs> especially if you're doing it a lot. Uh, you want it to go a certain way and it, and it doesn't. And you set expectations and it, you, know, you don't meet them. Uh, or you're blown away, you know, you think it's going to be a bad show or something. you don't, Ever go into it thinking I'm gonna have a terrible night, but you have your reservations sometimes going into a show. Tonight was not like that, and you guys are a huge part of that feeling for for me and I think for us. So, thank you all for being here, for doing something like this. (laughs) A big thank you to the Burks and the Burke Music House, and Parker and Abby and everyone at Midwest Music Fest. Keep supporting things like this. Uh, There's a lot of music coming through town. audience is a huge part of that, so thank you. I'm going to shut up and play one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a song of mine called Circle in the Dream. <laughs>
2: This is a completely different instrument. It's it's enormous. (laughs) It's yeah. I I've been playing ukulele for a long time, uh, and I decided that I was gonna try something new, and I'm learning guitar now. So, with that said, this has two more strings than a ukulele, and it is a little more uh it's it's I was going to say a little more harder and uh, read about ooh man that might be a little mm. little hot but um yeah so uh i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best this seems like a safe audience <laughs> you guys going to be nice to me you're not going to throw anything all right um but yeah this song um is called I don't know, I don't know what it's called. Boxes, that's what I'm gonna call it, for now. Um, But yeah, this song is uh, about depression, and it is also sad. Um, Apparently that's what I'm good at writing. (laughs) Um, Is this gonna be safe? Maybe I shouldn't play it, maybe this is all just a sign. (laughs)
7: From this dream
1: Sunday nights at 7, keep quiet and listen as KQAL plays the hits from the What's up with all this dad rock? Give me that mic. I mean, aren't your ears tired of the same old over-processed bland riffs on commercial radio? Treat yourself to a healthy diet of local homegrown music from right here in the Midwest. Hear local favorites along with plenty of new artists to tickle your inner child and your inner ear or something like that so enough with the dad rock already listen local with the underground sunday nights at 7 on 89.5 kqal and streaming live at kql.org or on the kql
4: app <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: you love local and regional music? Find podcasts of the live feed and all your favorite KQAL shows at KQL.org. The live feed is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.
3: Did everybody notice these chair covers we have up here? You know, Sean, I bet if those things, if you had them for sale, you'd move a couple
5: <laughs> tonight.
3: What I'm going to try to do... Um... Uh, this is a Midwest Music Fest thing. Um, I owe it uh, a, a whole lot of gratitude and thanks to Midwest Music Fest, thanks to Abby and Parker uh, and everyone else who volunteers and uh, was a part of the board or volunteered in years past. Um, it's been such a great thing. So, thanks for uh, keeping me included in it. I really appreciate it. Uh, this is a song I wrote a number of years back. Um, It goes. To, it's a it's a specific situation, I guess. Um, a friend of mine, uh, who some of you might know, named Vic Ormsby, um, was pretty sick in the last uh, months of his life. And I remember one of the last things he wanted to do when he was still pretty healthy and able to get around, he wanted to come in. He used to live out. Uh, he used to live out in Wiscoy Valley. And he really wanted to come in to steamboat days and see the guy get shot out of the cannon. (laughs) Which if any of you know Vic, uh, that's not something characteristically that I would say he would enjoy doing. Um, I feel like he would much rather be in his garden and whatnot without anybody around instead of going into steamboat days with the cheese curds and the whatnot to see the guy get shot out of the cannon. Um, But that's really what he wanted to do. And in an odd sort of way, I felt like that was kind of a bit of a, a metaphor for him moving on out of this world into another woman. <laughs>
6: Come on in and enjoy the show He's about to fly People below Sitting on blankets Didn't know what to expect I'll tell you what happened next To the man who's so respected Journey through hell. filled the sky, cannon fire and away he went, never I did see such a sight, arms out straight like a superman, must have been a mile high, he went up and never came back down, we can now believe our eyes. alone, sitting on blankets, can I comprehend, how this man could transcend, this cruel world we all depend on. We are all nothing but a firewood flying across the sky. Flying across the sky.
0: try not to do this, but I'm going to play a song that uh, Mike and I played together as our duo, Land at Last.
3: That's what um, I was going to do for my last one. <laughs>
0: well, to be fair, we've played that song together that you just played. So I, know. I thought I had clearance. So. <laughs> uh, but I got to thank Mike for me being able to write this song because we've gone on some road trips together and some tours, and we went by the surf ballroom um, in Clear Lake, Iowa. the first time we went we wanted to go but it was you know we checked the clock it was closed so we made a point to stop there the next time and it it was our like first night of the road going on a you know 10-day tour or something like that and to hit that spot and to be all alone basically with the curator of the museum um just let us in throw in the donation and we kind of walked together a little bit and walked apart and so we were able to take it all in that that uh Beautiful, beautiful room, and sorry, I'm sounding like Trump. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Easy adjectives. <laughs> Tremendous. Um, sorry, I'm tainting the story so bad. Right now. <laughs> it's the green room talking. I'm sorry, uh, but yeah, I, I walked through there, and uh, you know, I don't think I told Mike when we got back into the car how much I had been moved by it until. I showed him this song and said, "Yeah, I'm glad we went." <laughs> so I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know if I've ever seen a color picture of Buddy Holly. So this song is kind of inspired by what I felt walking through that hall, and uh, it's called "I See Buddy Holly in Black and White." <laughs>
5: We have
2: To play a song that I finished writing like finalized today. <laughs> um, if I can't do it, I'm gonna switch back over to my uke like so fast and then we're
3: gonna <laughs> play it's a different, different song. <laughs> I hate
2: oh. you. You hated
3: it? No,
6: I hate it. Oh, you hate it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, Sorry.
0: No. <laughs> I was about to be like, I, hate it.
2: <laughs> I love
3: it. I'm trying to increase the stakes. All right,
2: all right, you're right. All right, I just gotta do this. I'm definitely gonna mess up the lyrics, but uh, maybe I won't. We'll find out. Uh, but I wrote this song. Um, a lot of people don't necessarily know this about me, but I, I've worked with uh, in the last three years. My day job has always been working with kids. Um, and uh, one of my first jobs was working at a place called Frasier. Um, and it's, I was working with kids on the spectrum. And it was my first job working with kids and it was an intense introduction. And I learned so much about myself and patience and just, it was, it was a life-changing job. And um, but yeah, so I wrote this song kind of influenced by working with those kids and um, yeah. So let's see if I can do it.
7: Well, I'm gonna give you a birth. No, it's not just for your courtesy, it's also for me I know you can't explain the logic in your brain Take the time to find the sign until I understand why Why you feel this way? I know it took all day. And time, I learned to take our turn. I know your anger burns. Cause something's wrong. You got away. I'll display in your emotions. Feel you got a way Of saying more Than's being spoken Oh Friend Oh much you doing
4: I wish that song had like 20 more verses because I could <laughs> listen to it
3: all night. Thank you for being here tonight, uh, thank you for supporting the Burke Music House and Midwest Music Fest and uh, all of us, and live music in general, uh, so thanks for that. I'm going to play a song we do, Jake, is that okay? Great, thanks. you uh, When Jake and I play together, we call it Land at Last. If you've ever tried, like, if you're not in a band, just pretend you're in a band and try to come up with band names. It's hard and kind of a waste of time. Uh, That's why I just used my name. I know. Tell me about it.
0: He actually came up with the name. I proposed Aurora Borealis in Wonderland. He didn't go for it. (laughs) You did. I forgot about that.
4: (laughs)
3: <laughs> yes. oh, we steal that that's my side project <laughs> uh, so this is a song we do usually do together. Um, oh, when I was talking about writing songs earlier, uh, this is exactly that scenario. It was one of those uh, sitting at home playing guitar. Uh, was like hitting this thing that I thought was really cool. So I was like, well, that's great. And then all of a sudden like words kind of started coming, which doesn't really happen to me um, in that sort of way. So then I just like wrote down the first kind of draft of uh, lyrics on it. And I was like, whoa, that was great. This song's a total bummer. (laughs) Um, But I guess that's accurate, or important, or something, so, um, yeah, so we still do it today. It's called, uh, Where You Lose Me.
1: Thanks again to Jake Illica, Lena Elizabeth, and Mike Munson for joining us tonight on the live feed. Echo of the Bluebird is brought to you by Midwest Music Fest. For more information about the festival and to keep up to date on other shows they have in the works, go to MidwestMusicFest.org or just follow the Midwest Music Fest Facebook page. For more great local and regional music, tune into the live feed every Wednesday and Friday night at 6 right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard Jay Killica, Lena Elizabeth, and Mike Munson on The Live Feed. Thanks for listening to The Live Feed. The Live Feed is produced
0: by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. For more information on tonight's show, visit us at kqal.org.
1: and regional music, Find podcasts of the Live feed and all your favorite KQL shows at kQL.org. The live feed is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.